Hello, you're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of September 30, 2023. Our local stories this week feature City Point Church, Marion Avenue Baptist Church, and Washington County facilities. Before that, we'll take a look at the big picture. A state committee reviewing Iowa's boards and commissions has recommended the cutting or convergence of 111 of those bodies. The move is a part of Iowa's efforts to consolidate its state government under a law passed by its legislature last session. Republican Washington County Supervisor Jack Seward Jr. said he agreed with the need to trim down bureaucracy, but that the approach lacked transparency. It says in a lot of places it's either going to be eliminated, reorganized, restructured, or merged. But it does not say who they're going to be merged with, what it's going to look like, who it's going to be composed of. And the most important thing is, at the end, are they going to be listened to? The way that uh, the trifecta, which is the, the House, the Senate, and the governor, ran through a lot of the legislation last session, I don't know if they're willing to listen to anybody about anything. Washington County 911 Dispatch Supervisor Kara Sorrells is the clerk of the statewide 911 Communications Council. It's one of the many that the state has recommended eliminating. She said a move like that would reduce representation for taxpayers. They lose a local voice on a lot of those really important matters that impacts them locally here because their 911 call goes here and we should have a voice on how that's delivered, the costs, you know the training that's expected and available for the person that answers that call, um, all of those things we should have local input on, and they will lose that voice if this advisory council goes away. The impact varies from one board to the next. While some bodies on the chopping block are effectively out of use, others are more active. The list includes the statewide Great Places Board, Shorthand Reporter Board of Examiners, and Area Education Agency Advisory Groups. In an email, Grantwood AEA Chief Administrator John Spear said, quote, Our agency has several processes to solicit feedback on a regular basis from our partners, and those processes would not be impacted by the decision to eliminate one of the AEA's advisory groups. We would continue soliciting feedback and input from those represented groups through other methods. That's the big picture. Stay tuned for the local news right after the break. Hey, unless you're one of our two unexplained listeners on other continents, you've probably been to Washington before. That means you've probably heard of Dodici's. That means you've probably heard of the three-part lunch special they've got for $12.12. You're likely also familiar with the three-course dinner special for $21.12. And you've surely caught wind by now of half-off bottles of wine on Thursdays. But when's the last time you ate there? Lately, Dodici's has upgraded their outdoor seating, and they've added wine flights. Don't worry, if you're not one for new things, it's still as easy as ever to enjoy the beautiful view of Washington's downtown, selection of craft cocktails, and menu full of award-winning Italian cuisine. Thanks to Cafe Dodici for sponsoring the Washington Weekly Review. City Point Church is looking to buy property on the outskirts of Washington on a lot informally known as the Bell Land. The 19-acre area is owned by the city and tentatively planned for a housing development. City Point's building plans, if they move forward, would take up five of those acres. The congregation has long gathered at Washington High School for services. 
Lead Pastor Tony Whittle said its members were ready to change things up at a city council meeting last week. Uh, city Point has known that um, there's no rush to get out of the school district. We actually have become big fans of being there. Um, working with Willie has been honestly a joy, and uh, being a part of the schools has been a blessing for us. However, we know long term, uh, one of the best things for our community of faith would be to think about laying down permanent roots in our community. Whittle said the church expected to grow if building plans went through. And uh, so don't envision for myself this 50, 60, that like this mega huge thing. Uh, but we anticipate when we do build a building that there will be um, immediate growth that happens. Anytime you lay down actual roots, we actually think we gain credibility. The council has discussed plans for a tax-exempt buyer of part of the Bell property before, but never with a name attached. If we can allow that five acres to go without hurting the housing need and the money that we need to pay for the, the infrastructure and so forth, then I'm okay with it. So, you know, I, I have nothing against the church. I have nothing against a church being a part of our community, but I have to think about the citizens and the consequences of losing taxable property. Another church was in the headlines this week celebrating 50 years as a Baptist place of worship. Former Marion Avenue Baptist pastor Larry Brown moved to Washington September 24, 1973. The thing that made me say yes was uh, I, had a, I had a desire to go somewhere in America and start a church outside of the Bible Belt. North Carolina's a part of the Bible Belt. There's a church on every corner, Baptist church. There wasn't many Baptist churches here. I wouldn't say there wasn't any, but there wasn't many. And so when we came here, my wife was touched, and she said to me, promise me we'll come back. And it was through that that God led me back here. Joseph Brown, Larry's son and the current senior pastor, said he was proud of the congregation's growth. Sunday saw hundreds of churchgoers return to town from across the country. It's been very emotional for me. I guess the thing I would say more than anything is gratitude. They bought this old building off of Bill Purdock, who had the Purdock um, car lot and dealership right here. And they bought the building off him and uh, for $40,000 50 years ago. And they called my parents from North Carolina. Had they not come, I wouldn't be married to who I'm married to. And by the way, there's hundreds of people with the same story. I wouldn't, you know, have the life that I have. So I'm emotional. I'm grateful. Cost estimates for a long list of county facility improvements came back seven figures over budget this week. A project budget provided by consultant Carl A. Nelson and Company put the range between $5.4 and $6 million. Supervisors had hoped to pay for the work with a little under $4 million of ARPA money. Here's what Supervisor Marcus Fedler had to say on the matter at a meeting on Tuesday. Looks like it's pretty, uh, pretty substantial, so I don't know. We'll have to figure out how to make that work. Uh, it's a little, the overall project is, yeah, pushing six million. So that's, that's the high end. That's the that high end. Yeah. The work includes renovations at Orchard Hill, improvements to the county courthouse, and a new office for the county engineer. At a Board of Health meeting on Thursday, Supervisor Jack Seward Jr. said some of that work would likely be cut for costs. Um, I, I think that those preliminary architect uh, estimates... Um, they're they're going to take some tweaking, and I don't know that that uh, the project is completely out of bounds or not right now. So we'll just have to see. That's the local news. Stay tuned for the best news I've heard all week. Right after this.
Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. And now, the best news I've heard all week. Micah Reese and Audrey Anderson were crowned Washington's homecoming king and queen Thursday night. Anderson said she was humbled. I just love all the people that care for this and support this, and it's just a very exciting experience. Um, I'm just very thankful. Life is good. It just, everything feels great in this moment, and I'm so happy. Reese said he was surprised at how fast the coronation was. It was very fast. Like, all of a sudden we were lined up, and then all of a sudden they were breaking open the letter, and I heard my name, and it was crazy. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is property of the Southeast Iowa Union. If you think this stuff is good, you should check out our paper. Just so you know, there's nothing wrong with your podcast feed. We didn't run an episode last week due to some scheduling problems. Sorry about that. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I have been Kaylin McCain. Have a great week.